Welcome to another episode of Cover 3 Athletics Podcast. This is your boy Brentero here. And today, my one of my very special guests is Jackson Jusang, Winchester basketball player. Winchester Thurston basketball player, my apologies. And Jackson, what you have done so far in your high school career is simply extraordinary. Uh, for some of you that don't know much about Jackson and what he's able, what he has done at Winchester Thurston so far... This past season, four and four conference record, nine and five overall record, won two games in the postseason. Unfortunately, lost to Springdale, eighty three to thirty eight. Um, in the eleven games that you played in the regular season, Jackson, you scored three hundred forty five points, averaging thirty one point four points per game. That was second in the Whippeal. In your career, you have a thirty seven and twenty four record, thirty seven and twenty four record, and six. Through your three years, you've posted overall records of sixteen and six, twelve and thirteen, and nine and five. Jackson, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks, Jackson. Let's get started. Let's. Let I want to know right now, Jackson. How did you get into the game of basketball? Um, I was. Uh, I've always been attached to the game. You know, my dad used to play in college. Um. You know, a lot of my family plays basketball. My uncle was uh, on the Lakers, and um, he was Michael Cooper on the Lakers during Showtime, the Showtime era. Um, you know, pretty much all of my family played. All of my family's played, so I've been around in my whole life. Um, so you know, I've just been playing since I was you know little kid, like maybe three or four years old. You know, ever since I've been able to to touch a basketball, I've just been attached to it. So you're kind of kind of forced into it though, but you're probably but you probably enjoy being forced to it, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, uh, <laughs> yeah, I enjoy it. So let's talk about your progression as a player right now. Um, throughout this past year, or maybe when you started high school in 2018, um, what are some things that you have you have seen yourself improve as a basketball player? Um, I'd say the most important thing that I developed on throughout my high school career is maturity. And just um, learning how to to play with guys and just getting the experience, um, and just staying patient, just waiting for your turn, and waiting, uh, wait, just waiting for you know your time, like that you're gonna become, you know, something special. And uh, you know, I had to learn the first two years um, just how to be unselfish and just how to learn around other people that were better than me at the time, and um, really just learn and expand from people. Um, so I'd say, you know, I, I obviously worked on my skills and, uh, shooting and ball handling and all that type of stuff, but it's definitely, uh, the mental game that was the most important thing to improve on, uh, up to this point. Well, the improvements that you've seen in yourself, you must be pretty happy with yourself right now. Um, throughout this year and your sophomore year, it just seems like you've been playing forever just based on the stats that you've, perf- that you've produced and, just the way you're able to play. And you also have one more year of high school left, though. So you also have one year of high school left. I definitely see you playing college basketball. I'll talk more about that later. But what do you think you can still improve on as you enter your senior year, next school year, and maybe throughout this summer? Um, well, when it comes to – when it come, I'll talk about my basketball um, physique first. So I'd probably have to say I work on my vertical – um, you know, trying to be able to to jump higher with guys and be able to, um, you know, get more rebounds, 
get a couple dunks in because dunks are, you know, just electri- electrifying and, um, you know, just making sure that I can I can jump with people at the next level. That also just gets a lot of college coaches attracted to you, you know, when you're able to dunk. Um, you know, definitely my three-point game and just being able to make shots off the dribble, um, that's been pretty important. I didn't make as many threes as I wanted to last season uh, just because I was double-teamed or triple-teamed a lot. Um, and my ball handling, just always trying to get my ball handle, ball handling tighter. Um, I could have, you know, forced, uh, I mean, had a few less turnovers if my handle was tighter. Um, and then now out, outside the basketball um, standpoint, just like, you know, basic stuff. Uh, my leadership, I think that's probably the most important thing. You know, I'm trying to really win a championship next year and, um, you know, win a Whippeal title. Uh, that would be really big for our community and for our team. Um, I know the team wants it, and I know I want it. So, you know, the leadership's really important next year. We're going to have a lot of seniors. And, um, you know, I think it's really important to be able to guide the whole team to um, victory. And that's not just me. It's, just, you know, guys like Lance, Jack, um, even the younger guys like Henry uh, to step up and, help us perform and get, get wins. Wonderful to hear. Um, before I talk, we talk more about your career at Winchester Thurston, I want to know, uh, is there an AAU team that you are on? And, and as a basketball player during this time of year, end of May, actually beginning of June now, what do your workouts or trainings consist of? Uh, yeah, so I'm playing for uh, um, two teams. Uh, I'm playing for my head coach, Walther's team. Uh, Pittsburgh Buckets. I just play for that um, just to stay with a good connection with my coach and, uh, you know, get some reps and games in. And, um, you know, this summer I'm looking to go to Philadelphia for uh, AAU. I'm going to try to play for a Philly Pride or team final. Um, Those are the two teams I'm uh, looking for. So I have uh, connections with uh, Philly Pride. so that's what happened when it comes to AAU. Those are the two teams, two or three teams I'm trying to play for. Um, and for workouts, it's uh, it varies. I have a schedule um, that consists of thing, different things every day. Um, I go to 424 Athlete Factory sometimes, which is a shooting gym in Oakland, uh, where I work on you know strictly shooting for the day, whether it's uh, you know jump shots, mid ranges, three pointers. Um, but specifically I've been working with off the dribble stuff and catching things while I'm moving and shooting. Um, cause I just, you know, the only shots I made, uh, beyond the perimeter were like set threes and I'm trying to get out of that mentality of where I need to be set up and where I can just shoot them, um, more comfortably, like at, at any point in the game. Um, and, um, sorry about that. um, and uh, then I, you know, I, I weight train. I, I've been trying to work on my legs probably the most this off season. Um, but usually it consists of upper body as well. But um, the entire time I think I've been doing lower body stuff and just trying to improve my vertical. Um, and uh, a lot of stretching. I consider stretching a workout sometimes. Uh, people don't understand how important it is to stretch. Um, I make sure to stretch for at least 45 minutes to an hour a day. Um, you know, it just, it, you got to keep your body loose and warm. 
um, or else, you know, injuries could happen or you don't perform your best because you could be possibly tight before games. Um, so I have some intense stretching that, um, you know, I, 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 I layer up for with clothes on and, uh, you're supposed to get a good, you get a good sweat out of that. Um, you know, I go on runs with our, uh, our, uh, track team a lot. I ran track and field this year, but I still run with them sometimes just for, uh, distance workouts. Um, but it's a lot of stuff. Like I, I, I work out at least, uh, three to four times a day. And over the summer, it's four to five times a day, um, you know, just because uh, I'm trying to get better as fast as I can. That's so. that's awesome to hear, Jackson. Um, I can tell just by the answer you gave me there, like, this is this is your life. I mean, it just sounds like basketball is your life. You're not going to let anything or anything get in your way of um, improving have anything in your way of becoming a better player. That's just what I, that's just what I can, that's just what I'm assuming right now. And I think you can agree with me. I hope so. So back to the AAU basketball, actually, um, there's a lot of younger kids that really, um, have goals of being a good high school player, such as yourself, um, for kids that are wondering to themselves, Hey, do I really want to play AAU basketball? Do I really, is it really worth it if I really don't want to play college basketball like so what would you say are benefits for playing AAU basketball for you Jackson well um for me personally um you know it can obviously vary for other people but from my personal experience um AAU's definitely been beneficial just because it's AAU's just more raw basketball like you're just you're going based off of skill and you're kind of just practicing things that you may use for your school season or you may use in more important scenarios. Um, it's obviously important for exposure reasons. You can get recruited for colleges and college scholarships. Um, you know, that's important, but I consider AU to be a lot more than that. Uh, I can, I just consider it, you know, to test things in game, test things you've been working on, uh, in the off season when you do your individual workouts or group workouts with people. Uh, it's just a time where you can test it out on people. Um, and, you know, competition matters. And if you're in the best tournaments, then that's the, you know, that's not only the best competition, it's the best exposure. So, uh, you know, I just, I, I love AAU because you just get to be yourself and there's no, there's no pressure. There's no, uh, there's no worry in the world. You can just go out and have fun and play. You know, that's the whole point. So Wonderful to hear. Let's talk about your career at Winchester Thurston. It is known as a private preparatory school in Western Pennsylvania. Um, you've been there since your freshman Yeah, Well, I know you've been there since your freshman year at least. So what made you decide, though, in your life, if it was even your choice, maybe it was your parents' choice, to attend a private school rather than a public school? Well, um, it's been kind of weird. I've, I've been going to like a private uh, institution like my whole life. Um, you know, I was, you know, when I was deciding what school I was going to go to, I was in between Winchester and Central Catholic and, uh, you know, I really just didn't know, but, um, you know, I did more research by myself and, uh, I kind of made an informed decision to go to Winchester just because of how high, high the academics is and how high the image is on academics and just how, um, 
how smart the environment is and I've just I've really enjoyed the environment at Winchester when it comes to um you know just my social life and my working life and um you know it's really good for me as a student and I've been able to um have a good image at Winchester and just um you know it really helps with getting into some of the best institutions in the country and the world um so I've really been blessed to pick Winchester because of how high the academics are there and, uh, you know, the academic environment that pushes you to work hard in the classroom. And, um, you know, I also saw great athletic opportunities there just because of it being a small school. I know um, that they have a lot of individual uh, training and it'd be easier to get into the gym and gym access. So, but I mean, it was it was an academic decision for sure. But you know, it just happened to end, end up working out for basketball too. Yeah, it definitely looks like it's working out for you in basketball too. That, but man, Central Catholic was another option for you uh, before you decided. I'm telling you right now, um, head coach. Uh, what's Central Erso? Ca- yeah, man, wouldn't Erso? I'd love to have you though. <laughs> gotta ha- put a smile on your face there. You gotta laugh sometimes. But anyway, let's talk about now your head coach, Justin Walter. He finished his first season as head coach for the Bears. Um, how's it been so far with him leading the charge for your team? Uh, you know, uh, Justin's a, he's a pretty funny guy, Coach Justin. Um, you know, we've, uh, we've been able to bond throughout the year. Um, you know, he challenges me a lot um, to do certain things that um, – to step out of my comfort zone – um, you know, he's pretty much the first coach that let me loose on scoring and was the first coach that kind of gave me the green light to do what I do best on the court, which is like create, uh, get out in space and um, score, rebound and pass, play defense. Um, he's kind of the first person to let me out the floodgates. So, you know, we had a we had a pretty fun season. I think it was a season that um, – Myself and the team, we just got to know the, the coaching staff and uh, work with them as best as we could. And that's what this and the off season now is for building upon that and just getting stronger, getting better, and making sure we're uh, you know content, a contender for next year. Um, but the first season was you know great for the circumstances you know with COVID and um, I really couldn't have asked for anything better. I think that's in, that's good to hear, Jackson. So tell me, throughout your three years, um, what is what are the most points that you scored in a game? Uh, I believe forty two. Forty two. Okay, and you had a thousand yet? You had a thousand points yet? Um, seven hundred some. So I didn't score a lot. My I didn't score basically any of my freshman year and my sophomore year. I think I had like three hundred points. Is one thousand points an individual goal for you, Jackson, next year? It would be nice, uh, you know. I I'd, I'd appreciate that. Uh, it'd be an honor, but you know, I mean, if I don't and we win, then you know, it, it's not really a big concern. Uh, but you know, I mean, I'd like I'd, I'd like a thousand points. That'd be nice. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, Jackson, with COVID and all, you only, you guys only played what did I say? Fourteen games. Thirteen. Like, Oh, thirteen. Oh, yeah. I just count. I just counted the win against Spring, though, as you played that game. But yeah, so yeah, you played thirteen games this past year and freshman year. 
your team played 22, your sophomore year was like 25, like you, if you'll get an extra, you'll probably get an extra 10 games next year where when like this COVID thing will really be a problem though. So yeah, you'll probably get to a thousand if I had, if I had to put money on it. Um, so my next question for you, your junior year is either done or almost done. Is, is it done Jackson? What's, are you still in school right uh, now? What's up with my, that? Last week, um, my last day of school is Friday. Last day of school is Friday. Okay. Um, yeah. So last day of school is Friday. Almost a senior. Almost. And from the yeah. stats that you put up and what I've heard about you from many coaches on Twitter involving the way you play, um, you should definitely be playing division one basketball in the future. So tell me. What has the recruiting process been like for you? Or, and is, is there any schools reaching out to you? Tell me what's up right now as we hit June 1st. Um, the, you know, the, the recruiting process has been uh, pretty complicated. It's been uh, a lot. I've had to reach out to a lot of college coaches. Um, you know, I've said since, you know, since day one that my goal was to get a Division One scholarship at some point. Um you know, I've just been uh, working really hard for it, and my goal is to get, like, a Division One like, Ivy League, Patriot League, and around that area. Um, I love those type of schools. My cousin went to Harvard and played basketball there as a starting point guard. Um, so, you know, I have, I have the, the connections, and um, it's been just a very uh, wild process, I'd say. Um, just contacting college coaches, getting contacted by college coaches. Um, you know, I'd have to say it's been uh, a lot. I, uh, uh, when it comes to schools reaching out to me, I've gotten um, uh, a lot of Division Two schools reaching out to me. Um, I've heard that Division One schools have, have interest in me. But, um, you know, it's just been small communication or it's just been from a connection that I've heard that there's been interest. Um, and, you know, besides that, my, my recruiting is pretty wide open still. Um, you know, that's why I'm just, I'm just, just going to keep working harder and getting in the gym and, um, more offers will come in and I'll get, I'll get some, uh, good looks. I wish you the best when it comes to that, Jackson. I just see you, I just see your huddle. I just see some of your highlights and I think to myself, like, can we, can we get this man like some division one offers right now like seriously but anyway that's just my personal opinion about you and i wish you the best there but you still have a lot of time to decide this but any idea on what you want to major in college right now you're only a junior but any idea of what you like to do uh yeah i um i like journalism a lot i probably that was it's probably my main option sports journalism or um majoring in a communications, uh, more specifically, uh, sports communications. Um, so my top three are journalism, communications, and management, but I'm going to pretty much, I'm probably going to go the journalism route. Uh, I love writing and, um, it's just, it's just, it's just probably one of my biggest hobbies is to write. So. Dude, Jackson, that's literally awesome to hear right now. That is literally awesome to hear. You know what, you know what? That's just awesome. Why? Because that's exactly when my major is at school. I'm a, oh, really? Yeah. I'm a, I just finished my sophomore year at Duquesne, and my, I'm double majoring in sports information and media and multi-platform journalism. And with the work that I've done with Cover 3 Athletics, working along them, you can see the type of stuff I do. I sometimes write stuff for them, and sometimes I do podcast interviews with athletes such as people like you, Jackson. 
it's just the it's just the practice of being a better communicator in my eyes being able to talk to people like you like who knows if i ever get a job in the future talk to professional athletes how will i be able to interview them how i will be able to communicate with them and talking to high school athletes such as yourself that's just practice like me that's just practice for me so that's all that i never knew that that is so cool jackson i mean you're surrounded you know a lot about you definitely know at least a lot about basketball though so you would definitely be a great yeah. sports writer, a sports journalist, or even sports commentator in the future, though. But wow, that is interesting to hear. I'm definitely a, like a basketball, uh, you know, like just one of those encyclopedias. I, I've just known a lot about the game and the NBA, all these type of facts and all that type of stuff. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, de- I'm definitely like a geek when it comes to <laughs> NBA and college and all that type of stuff. That's awesome to hear. I gotta, gotta get, gotta get someone at Duquesne to literally like reach out to you. Though I'm, I'm telling you right now, this now this is just straight up BS, right? BSing with you right now. Their, I love their journalism. I love their sports information media program. There's a lot of classes you can combine and get a double major. So even if you don't, um, get a job in sports, I sometimes wonder about this myself. You always have a maybe, at least a journalism major, and you could always do something with that. So. Swear, I would love to. I would love to see you on that new Duquesne basketball court. Seeing you put up three, seeing you put up threes, playing off the dribble, stuff like that. That'll be fun to watch. But anyway, um, tell Coach um, Danbro about me. Then, uh, and we got a deal. <laughs> uh, I would. I would love to. I would love to see you at Duquesne, especially you, local from around here. Especially, be be playing at Duquesne. Like that would be awesome. I mean. There's a lot of there's a lot of players transferring from that school. I don't know if you pay attention much to that though. So they definitely would have room for you, for you in the future though. But I can't really make any decisions though. But I'm just telling you as a fan, I would love to see you there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so um, you probably, you were probably gonna, you probably could guess that sooner rather than later in this interview, I was gonna we were gonna talk about your cousin Johnny. You know he. For some of you that don't know, you play on the UCLA team that made it to the Final Four and lost to Gonzaga by 93-90 to 90 in overtime. That team should have played in the national championship. I talk about that with my friends a lot, and you probably talk about that too. But anyway, so tell me, what was, what's it, what was it like watching your cousin play for the Bruins? Um, well, in the, the tournament, me personally, since I, you know, he's my cousin and, you know, we talk a lot and just communicate. John, what he did is nothing I didn't expect from him. Uh, we have pretty high expectations of ourselves uh, as, a, as a family. And, uh, you know, we talked about, you know, the potential of being that Cinderella player where you go off and um, impress NBA scouts and impress the league and uh, put yourself uh, on the map. And it's uh, exactly what he did. And, um, you know, I'm really proud of him. And I love him to death. Um, you know, I, I couldn't have been uh, more excited to watch college basketball this year than to watch my cousin in the Final Four. I think that was just the best storyline and the best like scenario that I could have asked for. Yes, as his cousin, you were probably really proud of him. You just think to yourself, like, man, this is one of the best Division One players in basketball, and I really do think, and I really do think that uh, him, Luca Garza, like. Come on, those two like they just know how to score, but um. Yeah. So tell me, I'm, 
definitely in your life you worked out with him. So tell me, what's it been like working out with him throughout your life? Maybe it hasn't been a lot, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was at least one time. And tell me, what does he plan on doing next year? Draft, another season at UCLA? What's up with him? Well, uh, he actually declared for the draft uh, maybe a month and a half ago. Um, he declared, but he's retaining his eligibility if he does not get drafted. But I doubt that uh, will happen that he doesn't get drafted. And um, so he's, you know, he's trying to go pro. He's going to test the waters basically and go to the combine and see, you know, all the different possibilities there are for him. Um, and when it comes to working out with him, uh, you know, he's, uh, you know, it's it's a lot of fun for sure. You know, it's, uh, you know, he, we work out with, he works out with this guy named Dash and his, uh, his brand's called Dashletics. And, um, you know, it's some of the best, I mean, it's the best workouts I've ever been in. You know, it's, you know, guys like um, Amari Bailey, KJ Simpson, uh, he's a Colorado commit, um, kids at the best schools in California. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I couldn't have asked for better workouts. I was with him last summer in July, last July of 2020. And it was uh, incredible. You know, I, I really uh, stunned. I was definitely the worst player there and it was just so much fun. It, despite being the worst player there, it was so much fun. And it was, you know, learning a lot and I learned so much from those guys. And, um, you know, he, he just, he doesn't really miss in workouts. He doesn't really miss threes. Um, he dunks in workouts, something he doesn't do in, in basketball games, um, which I've told him and have expressed um, disappointment because he does not dunk in games. <laughs> That's probably it. Interesting to hear. Um, once, hopefully for, hopefully for Johnny, he'll find a home in the NBA. He's definitely should be drafted. Dude, I'll be shocked if he didn't, though. but good luck to him. And I know you and your whole family are wishing the best for him. And so now let's talk about your other famous family members. You mentioned earlier about Michael Cooper. And of course, you know about the Post-Gazette article earlier this year that talked about your family. And I realized, and when I was reading it, I was just like, wait a minute, you're somehow you're like related to Smokey Robinson because of your grandmother marrying him. That is damn fuck. That is damn freaking cool. And so, pardon my language with that, but that is really cool. And your uncle, as you said, Michael Cooper won five championships with the Showtime Lakers, and he was the head coach for multiple WNBA teams like the Los Angeles, um, the Sparks, and that one team in Atlanta. I, I forget their nickname, but Atlanta Dream, yeah. <laughs> Atlanta Dream. And so tell me, um. What's it like having successful and you? I consider them successful and famous people. So, what's it like having them be a part of your family? Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's, I mean, I, I just consider them my uncle and um, grand. I call him Pop Pop. I call Smokey Pop Pop, and um, you know, I love him to death. And I hang out with uh, Smokey more than I see. Coop because he lives so far away and Smokey actually has a house in Pittsburgh. So I just saw him recently. Um, you know, most down to earth people, uh, Smokey's very, very chill. He's very relaxed all the time. He doesn't really, he doesn't really act or, you know, act anything out of sorts because he's a celebrity. He's one of the most laid back people I know, regardless of status. Um, 
you know, Coop, Coop's kind of like me in a sense, you know, we both have that, that hunger for getting better and getting other people better. Um, you know, he's pushed me a lot as a basketball player. Um, you know, when I started, uh, blow up this year in the Whippeal, um, you know, he, he made sure to reach out to me and just, uh, you know, talk about how, you know, you got to make sure, you know, you're doing this, 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 and this, you know, just, it's just the competitive fire we both have. And, um, I have a lot of respect for him. He always checks in to make sure I'm having fun and all that type of stuff. And, uh, you know, I just, you know, I love him a lot. I appreciate them a lot. And, uh, yeah. That's wonderful to hear. Michael Cooper, does any funny stories of anyone on the Lakers that he tells you anything that a lot of people wouldn't know about the Lakers, that Lakers team, did they find their opponents all to be easy? Any Anything or just nothing? Um, he tell, he's, he's told me stories about uh, how he trashed, how he trash talks Isaiah Thomas a lot. Um, <laughs> he tell, you know, he'd tell me about, um, you know how they'd get into the game and say you're you're garbage before they even played, and then they'd just beat them. Um, so you know, but you know at the same time he he couldn't really talk as much smack because he got swept at one point in the finals, um, and then the other time he they beat him, but it was in seven games. So you know, I mean he can't really talk as much smack, but I mean he tells me stories about that and how he smack talk him and Larry. Um, Larry Bird considered him, considered him the best player to ever guard him and defend him. So, you know, he, he gets his props. That, that, that's awesome to hear. I learned a lot about your family, Dane, and I enjoyed learning every second of it. And so hopefully, Jackson, by this time next year, we would know we will know where you go to college, Um, hopefully playing some, some big-time D1 ball somewhere. But I, I doubt many NBA – I doubt many NCAA basketball coaches would listen to this. I hope they would, though. But my last question for you is, why should NCAA basketball coaches want Jackson Juicing on their team? Because um, I'm going to bring an intensity to the team and to practice. Um, and I'm just going to be able to push people harder and make sure people step out of their comfort zone and um, – make guys uncomfortable you know it's never it's never nice to be comfortable in college basketball you're always you know always uh looking to push forward and keep getting better and um i'm gonna make myself better and i'm gonna make the my teammates around me better and you know i'm coachable and i'm just gonna make sure i put my best foot forward and represent myself in the best possible way and that is Jackson Juzang. Well, Jackson, let me tell you, you've done a lot of your, you've accomplished a lot in your high school career so far, made a big name for yourself, got everybody watching you, you got people like me watching you, definitely have coaches watching you as well, and for for right now, all I feel that you still got to, you you still could accomplish is some titles, some hardware, some rings, and everybody knows that for your Winchester Thurston team that you like you guys haven't reached the top of the mountain yet because you guys have not had any hardware yet and you just all know that next year like this this is your last chance and it's yeah. important my last dance the last dance like <laughs> last dance maybe we should get like a photographer or something many photographers around 
here in the Western Pennsylvania area that maybe can document your senior year and see if you guys can win that shit. Because as you even said, you got a lot of seniors coming back. You got you got your you got yourself too. Like it's gonna be yeah. interesting to see Jackson what you guys can do. Yeah, it's our best chance to win. I think uh, you know I think we can dethrone Olsh. Have a lot of respect for those teams. You know they they're three peated, and. Um, <laughs> You know, I think I think if anyone's going to take them off the pedestal, it's going to be me. Jackson, I love that ad to anyone taking us, anyone taking them down. It's going to be me. Love that, love that stuff. Well, anyway, Jackson, um, thank you for taking time out of your busy day. You probably even came from a workout before you talked to me. You probably are heading to another workout after this. But actually, um... you're right. <laughs> I was actually rushing to get back to uh my uh my apartment here i was rushing to get back i was making sure i i didn't miss it so <laughs> that's awesome the life of jackson well anyway jackson it's been fun and thank you for taking time out of your day to just talk about you and yourself a little bit and your progression as a basketball player i wish you all the best um good luck good luck good luck throughout this summer um friday's your last day of junior year hopefully you get to have fun for the rest of the week involving that though and you know exactly what you need to do to get better though you have a bunch of resources you know what you need as i said you know what you need to do it's going to be fun to watch it's going to be fun to watch i think that a bunch of outlets such as us post gazette and the trip should have your team as number one in two way going into this season into next season we'll see what you're all able to do and I think you know that throughout your whole life and throughout your whole life, your whole family's life, that pressure is nothing. I mean, everybody's going to be watching on you. So just do what you got to do. Yeah. Uh, there's no pressure, man. I mean, pressure is uh, a lot different. I think pressure applies to certain life scenarios. You know, this is just a game of basketball, uh, a game I enjoy a lot and I just have fun playing, you know, luckily I'm good at it and um, you know, no pressure, man. I'm just, just got to enjoy what you got for now and, you know, keep pushing for more. I really love that attitude, pushing for more. That is a very important um, lesson that a lot of people should know. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Brentero. And for Jackson, thank you for listening to another episode of Cover 3 Athletics Podcast. Um, I hope you all, all of you listen, have a great rest of your day. Take care of yourself. Enjoy the beautiful weather outside. And yeah, take care.